you've, you've got the two Toys R Us managers to meet, and then they compromised, and then sold them as normal. <laughs> And that's well, how you saved Toys R Us. Yeah. Well, the th- and the thing is that 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 um uh, he he was looking at the cheap ass game reforms. I think he said, and he said that other people were, like were having issues. In, you know, the Toys R Us. Yeah. Getting- when I was doing, I was doing the Twitter thing today, and there was a lot of people saying, um, "This is all good. This is all good." Should, we're, so. if we're gonna, this actually sounds like good discussion. So oh, we should. Oh, I thought like, you guys already fun. started. Yeah. Oh, no. See, that's what I mean. All right. Okay. Do we sound better, Adam? Yes. Okay. Just let us know when you're recording. Uh, I've, I started recording just in case, so it's all awesome. Okay. Welcome, welcome, faithful listener to PodToid 120. Joining me tonight. <laughs> well, hold on, wait. <laughs> welcome, welcome, faithful listener to PodToid 120. I've only got, we've only got submit for like an hour, so I want to get the most of it. Uh. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Joining me tonight are Samit Sarkar. I feel very I'm close a- to you after what Fowl's Night Fight drew. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> No, he feels very between you, <laughs> wedged, wedged in you. Yeah, I feel like the. I, I he feels I, he feels I, inside of you is what he feels. That's, a, that's essentially it. Okay, so submits our car. He's the filling of a sandwich. <laughs> I'm I'm honored. Uh, Aaron Lindy. Uh, yeah, I'm not so much honored. Thanks for this. <laughs> thanks for the shout out on there. I feel really bad. I love that. Okay, so people might not know what we're talking about yet because I'm not going to make it the petter image because there's no way I can find like, a, a remotely work safe way to crop that out. <laughs> no. But uh, <laughs> I can think of a couple. But Fallus <laughs> Fal- Fal- <laughs> Fal- <laughs> Fal- envisioned the actually wrote the double down brown town idea that Lindy had way back, where it's it's submit and then another submit and then me in the middle like a sandwich and we're all naked. Okay, now hold up, wait a minute. Now I wouldn't have had the you in the middle idea if you hadn't have. Been yeah, like, it was. You know, it was. It was well, admittedly me, my fault. There's got to be something between them. I mean, yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah it was my fault. I, I am. It's completely my fault that I'm in there. Um, yeah. but yeah, but Faust Knife I drew that, and at the bottom he says Aaron Lindy is a sick fuck. It's like you're the one who spent hours drawing that, presumably, right? Yeah. And yeah. um, it's I, I can't sleep anymore. But Jim Sterling as well. I am not in any drawings. <laughs> and consider yourself lucky. Yeah. And the lovely, lovely Adam Dorcas recording, as always. Oh, well, fuck me. Oh, whoa, my God. I totally forgot about Tuffer Cantler. I'm so sorry. Yeah, fuck you. Wow. I was so busy thinking of Summit's glistening, like... Dang, that's cold, son! Supple breasts. And the, th- the thing about the picture that we were talking about earlier is that there's a bunch of lens flares to, like, get rid of, like, the not-safe-for-work stuff, but you can see but beyond the lens flares. Like, it doesn't anything. actually cover anything. It's like in the Aqua Teen movie when they bleep curse words, but the bleeps are so quiet you can barely hear them, and you can hear the curse word really loudly. Like you can still see Simmons' nipple, his girl nipple. But oh god, it's like watching something like a, a lot, like the live Grammys or something on CBS where they they try to bleep something, but they're five seconds. Too yeah, late. they're way too late. <laughs> um, but games of the week, what's everyone playing? Tofer, why don't you go first? Oh fuck you! I'm sorry. I've been playing Street Fighter Four a lot. <laughs> well done. Very well done. Uh, also, um, I've been playing Professor Layton in the Diabolical Box. How is it? It's good. I actually stopped playing that, and I don't know why. I got like halfway through and then just stopped. I never played the first one, so this is my first oh. Layton experience. Yeah, it's good. It's I, I yeah, like it's it a lot more stuff. than the uh, like than the first one. So really, okay. 
Well, I didn't. I didn't finish the second one yet, but so far I've I've enjoyed the puzzles a bit more, and uh, I like the I like the story a lot more. In the, so I think I think that's a good one to start on. I like the structure of the train; it keeps things really compact. It does. Yeah. yeah, that's actually one of the reasons that I found it so much better is that I didn't just get lost fucking marching around. And it's very clear about you need to go here, you know, right, bitch. Mm. Yeah. Um, Lindy, what have you been playing? Oh, Anthony, what haven't I been playing? I bought fucking four games today. Four games. Because everything came out today. Well, so did um, I, actually. Yeah, yeah. That's um, weird to think about it in those terms. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got today. I picked up uh, Brutal Legend and Uncharted. I played Uncharted for a couple of hours. It's a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Um, I thought if it was going to be anything, I mean, I, I knew it was going to be pretty. And I knew it was going to be because I mean, I, the, here's the thing. I, I feel this way about the first Uncharted. It's like a playable movie. And that's great. The only problem is in the first one, you spent most of your time in the jungle, and then it's like, I'm oh, look at this. It's a block. I need to crouch behind it. And you know there's guys coming. The The game is a little more unpredictable in this one, thanks in, in no small part to the uh, urban environments. Um, uh, yeah, and I really like it. It's fucking, there are some parts of it that I'm, I was screaming at my TV because it was so awesome. Um, I also got Brutal Legend. That is also a lot of fun. I haven't dug uh, quite as much into that one because um, I've been doing some runaround today. Uh, and then just this afternoon, I picked up Half Minute Hero, but I haven't played it yet because I. Uh, that, so I, I shouldn't even mention that because this is what are you playing as opposed to you know what did you purchase and what is what is sitting on your desk begging to be played but can't right because there's no custom firmware that will play Half Minute Hero yet, unfortunately. Um, and uh, uh, I won. Uh, a a download code for what's the critter critter, critter crunch uh, critter crunch uh, from Hamza because I made him laugh on Twitter. <laughs> he, so he, he totally a, he, he offered that to me and I was like, uh, you, you give it away. Go ahead. <laughs> oh wait, a minute. Uh, I don't like I this got, game. You should get rid of that. No, no, no. It's not. It's it wasn't that. It's just that I I have I, I felt bad taking from him because I have so many PSN games sitting on my PS3 unplayed and I was just like. It looks cute and it looks awesome, but I don't really like puzzle games all that much. And I've got a oh, dude, it's it's so good. Oh, it's awesome. It's gorgeous and it's fun to play. Um, but uh, for for all y'all's uh, enlightenment, um, the the winning tweet uh, was as follows: Geico Gecko is Darth Maul. Nazanex B is a Latin funk champion. Give me Critter Crunch. <laughs> That's that won me a code. So you know, emulate me if you want. Is, the is game. Na- see, I just assumed Nazanex was An- Antonio Banderas. It no, is. no, that's the thing. That's the thing. Oh, he, okay. you, you hear the Nazan XB, right? And you say, oh, that sounds just like Antonio Banderas. It must be some dude who right. sounds like him. <laughs> but, but then you fucking do a little research, <laughs> and it turns out that it actually fucking is Antonio Banderas. And, and, and the world gets smaller and, and slightly, yeah. But the whole Darth Maul thing being the Geico yeah, that, Geico really. That came out of nowhere. Fucking, yeah. That I is, didn't know that was true. That is true. That's but not Darth Maul's part. voice, though. Like, that, I can guarantee that. No, Darth, no. Darth Maul's voice is the is the guy from Shaun of the Dead, Peter Serafinowicz. Yeah, 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 right. But um, Who is a fantastic comedy actor, and you should watch a show of his called um, Look Around You. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's him, huh? Yeah, that's yeah, him. He, and, uh, he was in he's Sliced on, as well. He's on, he's on Twitter as well. I'm pissed off his show didn't get a second series. Flat out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, and then other than that, uh, not a whole lot. I, um, I, I picked up the New Kingdom Hearts, and I have no interest in playing it. I'm just fucking done with that series. Like, you know, that was? The, uh... you know what it was? I got the game, and then I saw the commercial. And after I got the game, and I saw the commercial, the commercial revealed to me that the way that you pronounce the name of the fucking game is Kingdom Hearts 
three, five, eight days over two. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it's pronounced, apparently. According to the fucking... And, you know, you'd figure the marketing team would make sure to get that really straightened out before they... uh, uh, before they well, uh, not just not just not name your game something that fucking stupid Jesus. like even visually. Yeah. See, I've just been going around calling it Kingdom Hearts 179 days. <laughs> <laughs> you go the extra mile and do the division. <laughs> well, you know, submits Indian. He does the math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't control it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I just don't care anymore. It, it looks pretty, you know. I'm sure it's nice, but I just oh fuck, don't care. Um, Save yourself the hassle. Don't bother. Yeah, and I I don't know if I. Did I, have we talked about ODST? Is, I, I haven't missed that many shows that I haven't talked about ODST, have I? Not really, I don't think. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's pretty much it, and I'll pass the baton. No, but I mean, I, I meant not really as in I don't think anyone's really oh. talked about it. Oh, it's good. Didn't I we? like it. No, I'm pretty sure we did. Somebody I'm pretty sure did. we did. Yeah, okay. no, no, we, yeah, we did. Okay. Well, okay. Um, but what yeah. About, what about Submit? What about me? Um... So yeah. over the weekend, what about you? <laughs> yeah, over the weekend I uh, I finished Half Life Two Episode One. Um, it, I did it in you know two settings. It took me I don't know four or five hours or something. Uh, and and it was really really great. Uh, I didn't like it as much in the beginning. It, it, it you know uh, had to grow on me for a little bit because um, the the thing is that uh, it's. I, for the beginning part where you're in or like once you get out of the citadel and you're in the the um what what is it like there's that tunnel yeah you're i guess the tunnel before the parking garage or whatever and it's just like you're you're fighting zombies and oh you mean in the dark like, where your flashlight keeps dying and you have to keep putting it on zombies so yeah, yeah 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 uh, well, because the first, it was neat like there's like there's that really cool image where you, you know you walk into the tunnel and it's like I hear turrets Oh my God! They've been firing forever. They don't have any bullets left. And yeah, it's, it's really yeah, weird cool. when you go by them and like there's that they, they, you know that noise they make, the targeting, and like you just instinctively jump because it's like oh shit turret, but you yeah. look up. It's like it makes that like really that, satisfying, like click 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 click, like it's got nothing left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but otherwise, uh, aside from like the zombines, um, it like I don't know. I was just like oh like I played this. I just played this in Half-Life 2 and like whatever. But um, then there's the uh, that really amazing section uh, right at the end of the parking garage where you're waiting for the elevator to come down and there's just hordes of zombies and you're like, ah, fuck, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit. Um, you temporarily turn into a macaw. Something like that, yeah. Um, so, so that that section was really crazy and, and really really awesome and and like the, you know you 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 uh, you set up your barrels with the with the gravity gun or you you know you light up a bunch of flares or or, or you know all the stuff. So yeah, that that was great. And and then um, there's that great vista when you just when you get out of the parking garage um, where you first see City Seventeen. This has never been great. <laughs> Puns. Lol, um, technology humor. That's funny. I'm, I'm getting Windows Seven next week, but anyway, so there's that like you, you come out of the out of the subway or, or uh, whatever you come out of the stairs, you up the stairs, and then you, you see like you know this this orange sky and the citadels off in the distance, and 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 there's all this shit going on in the sky above it, and like there's these this like sort of snow or, or some particles debris or something falling slowly out of the sky and you see dr kleiner on the video board and this just it, yeah it's awesome but yeah so and 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 the get sort of got better from there you know there's the like 
great the great battle with the the, the in in the barn with, with the, the the gunship and whatnot and with the rockets and and I thought the end was uh, was really breathtaking. The you, not just what you I was just gonna say you were gonna shit if and at the end of episode two if you liked episode one. Oh yeah, okay. one. no, you, yeah. Like it's, I like episode one. I think it's not bad. But like, I will never think about like I will never play replay episode one on its own for the gameplay ever. Like I will replay it for part of the story if I want to okay. feel like playing through all of them. But episode two, I will replay. I have replayed many times just for the gameplay, especially okay. the ending. Yeah, I do right. that too. Yeah, I like it was just really uh, like the escort area was was uh was interesting. I thought and I kept dying. Like I I kept I died a lot more in episode one than I ever did playing Half Life two. Um, uh, for, uh, like especially that That's part. That's one of where my favorite parts of episode one. The, the escort part. The escort part, yeah, with that yeah. big open thing in the middle. Isn't that not allowed? Yeah. Isn't aren't you like not allowed to enjoy escort missions by rules of video yeah. games? Yeah, you're not I supposed don't... to. Well, <laughs> the thing, it's it's like there's because there's the the great I guess after like you take one group, then the train uh, sort of falls down or and you have to go over it, and when you go up the thing to the to the catwalk area. The fucking combine just come behind. The shotgun dudes come behind you, and it's like, oh, I'm dead. Um, so that was, and but then like you play the game with them, where you like sort of walk just forward enough to trigger them, and then you let Alex take care of them. <laughs> speaking of speaking of which, um, that was really uh, really what what made the experience for for me was was to have Alex with you for like what like ninety percent of the game. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Just really. Uh, I just didn't, you know, didn't didn't realize as much playing Half of Two. How such a just well drawn character she is, and and you know the, the dialogue and you know like, like the part on the on the the stalker train was really crazy. Um, you know when it crashed and she's all like, she's like, wait, I need I need a moment, to, you know, to, to like I need to take and a there's second. There's no hug button. Oh I yeah, know, right? yeah so you're looking at her and like I totally yeah. I, I, I went up to her and I hit use. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because so, you treat women like objects. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> really? Buzzing? Uh, no, I, I meant I meant I hit use as in like. No, 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 I understand. Like no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not appalled at his stupid ass pun. I'm appalled at the fact that you did that. <laughs> like as if, as if Gordon, like there was going to be a built-in animation where Gordon's arm like drops his gun, and then there was a nice warm embrace. It would be it would be a context sensitive action, you know, yeah. just in that moment. Yeah, yeah. You do get and then you, you and do then get the hugged game. at the very beginning of that episode. So well, it's yeah, unreasonable yeah. to think. Well, yeah, but you don't actually initiate it. And you know, that is a, if that is really, if you're going to take advantage of Alex fans, you know, you you, <laughs> you know, you start with the hug, and then you you know, just kind of yeah. you know, and that's when well, the that, controller that, starts vibrating, and it's a... and it's the fucking res, res transmitter all over again. Just jam <laughs> that shit in your pants and go to town. Oh God! That, well, that's such an awesome hug too, because. You know, like she runs, she runs at you, and then like that, she lingers for just a bit longer than normal, and then she like quickly disengages. Mm. It's it's great, yeah. Um, so I think the thing that's weird about episode one is that I didn't realize I gave a shit about Dog and Alex until episode one like began, and they were the first yeah. thing I saw, and I was really grateful to see them, and I didn't know why. I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. I actually actually like like them. I got tricked into liking them. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's yeah a lot a lot of good stuff. I'll, I'll hopefully start on episode two soon. Um, otherwise, I I had been playing lots and lots and lots of the Uncharted two multiplayer beta slash demo, like I was saying last week. Um, is it still I, I, is it still just a grenade spam fest? Because it was when I played it way back. No, they they really well. The thing is that I I was like I said I was part of the demo way back in June I think it was, and they really tweaked 
the grenades. Um, Thank God. So, yeah, so they, 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 they tweaked the, the damage or the blast radius on them, so it wasn't you know as yeah, crazy. But yeah, I was having a lot of fun with it. I was up to level 21, but now obviously, because the game's out, the, you know, the beta, I think they discontinued it like yesterday, the night before thing. Um, and the uh, last couple of things, I, uh, I, I've been playing NBA Live 10. I got a review copy of that a uh, review copy of that shortly, uh, or a couple weeks ago, and like I said, I, I I didn't have space, but then I deleted a bunch of game data on my PS3 of games that I'm not playing anymore, like GTA 4, which had like a 4 gig install. Um, so uh, yeah, and uh, made it to the 2011 World Series with the Yankees in MLB 09, the show, and I'm slated to start Game Four. All right, uh, who did I miss? Jim. Hello. Hello. Oh, okay. Um, I have been playing very much like uh, Aaron. I've been playing Kingdom Hearts 358 over some numbers days. 1758 days over and two. 58 <laughs> thingy fucking fabula novella crystallis. Um, I hate Square Enix so much. Um, yeah, it's... <laughs> It's all right. It's basically, they took all of the waffling, pretentious drivel from the Kingdom Hearts series, all of that, my heart into the darkness. Who am I? Maybe I'm nothing. Or maybe I'm everything. (laughs) Oh, God. I think that is like, that is almost what one of the lines is. Something (laughs) like, oh, I am nothing. Or maybe I am everything. (laughs) (laughs) I smolder. Look at me smolder. Um... There's that, and yeah, so they took, they left all that in, all of the, all of the horse shit, but t- took out the sense of being part of a cohesive story and the fun of meeting all of these Disney characters and everything. Um, it's, it's not got any of the character of the console ones, especially as it's on the DS, so a lot of it is text-based, and it just doesn't work. Um, kudos to them for trying to put the, the actual um, action gameplay into it. It, it Unlike um, the other portable ones, where it was card-based, um, it's they've actually tried to do a proper Kingdom Hearts game on a DS. But the controls are pretty janky, and I fucking—I'm one of the few people that hate that DSi um, D-pad. It's too clicky. It's great for like RPGs when you're just going up, down, left, right, but any 3D game, it's just—it doesn't work. And the camera is very janky in it. And there's this whole panel system where. You get a certain amount of slots, and you have to equip everything into these limited slots, including your level-ups. When you level up, you get another panel to put in these slots. So you, you level up three times, that's three of your slots gone if you want to keep those levels. So it's very limited and, and just just annoying. Um, I've been playing it for five hours, I've yet to find a reason to give a shit about it, but I'll, I'll keep playing to see if it clicks, because I've got got to review it. Um, is it, just also, a, I, don't, I don't just really quickly is are, are the like Disney characters in it like like the other ones they're in it they're in it it took me five hours to get to one of them um, wow. but they are well because you have to you have to hang out in the uh, in the in the goth chamber for a little with, while yeah, well, it's pretty much exactly do. what Kingdom Hearts two is right I mean you're yeah pretty much yeah. yeah yeah but you're you're with Organization thirteen who to be honest were never good. I don't know why anybody likes them apart from fanfic and slash yowie writers. Um, they're not. So well, the good. one guy had Reno's voice actor, and that was kind of cool. But other than that, yeah, there's there a couple of them all right, but most of them are just wankers. People you punch in the face if you ever met them. Um, 
I've also been playing Thexter Neo on the PSP. Um, so they finally got a review code to me today, like well, half, a, half a month in from its launch. That's okay. Again, it's very old school um, and not really suited to the PSP because you can't save anything. Um, once you start playing, you've just got to keep going um, and you die once and it's game over. So it's, it's hardcore in that kind of old school you can't save or load or really do anything. It's one play session, which doesn't suit my tastes. I've been trying to play more obscure on the PSP, load of shit. Um, what else have I been doing? Uh, Rock Band Unplugged, which I've been playing a lot of. Um, I'm addicted to that, and I don't know why, because I'm not a huge fan of the, the proper ones. Um, I'm sure there are other things, but fuck it, they don't matter. Um, the big one, of course, which I've... I'm not going to talk about it now because we're going to talk about it in a minute, these Demon Souls. Um, and I think people are going to be surprised with what I think about it. Um, someone saw me on PSN playing it and they sent me a message and it was like, oh, don't tell me you're fucking playing Demon's Souls. Uh, it's bad enough that I'm going to have to put up with Topher Kentler saying Demon's Souls is so great, Desu Desu Kawaii, and you're going to say, oh my god, it's too fucking hard, I hate this, I am the king of video games. Who sent you that? And, uh, I have no idea. Um, he Desu, wasn't important Desu. enough for me to look at his name. Um, yeah, you need to go back and get that so I can punch that person in the nose. <laughs> well, I think he's going to be very surprised by both of our reactions to this. So, yeah, so, you know, fuck you for sending it. Thanks for, you know, being a listener of Podtoid and everything. <laughs> but fuck you. Where do you get off, you little cunt? Um, but, yeah, I think, I think he's going to be surprised if he's still listening, which I hope he's not because I hate him. But thanks. All right. Uh, I played... Everything you guys said, plus Half Minute Hero, and uh, I also replayed Uncharted uh, before, actually yesterday, or replayed as much as I could before I got sick of it because I remembered thinking that it was okay, not that it was super great, but I figured, well, I need to, you know, get used to what the characters are again because I know they're going to show up again, and I need to, you know, know where I am. And that game is fucking bad. Like, what? It's, it's, it's straight up bad, and it here's is, why. It's bad. It's not necessarily that it's a Gears of War clone because you can be a Gears of War clone, you're fine. And I, I'm say I, I just spent actually about an hour or two with Uncharted 2, and I, I really quite like it. I think it's much better than Uncharted. I think it's a good Gears of War clone. But the issue with Uncharted 1 is that it seems to be, okay, it's going to be like Gears of Wars, but instead of really big, burly, slow guys, where it's more about aiming and, and shooting at them and it's just sort of finding a good flank spot and just chainsawing them and stuff, instead of that, it's going to be more fast-paced. It's going to be your, your cover is going to disappear more quickly. They're going to be smaller targets to hit. They're going to be moving around a little bit when you shoot at them, so there's more of a challenge to hit them. It's going to be more fast-paced. It's going to be more sort of free-flowing which is hypothetically great were it not for the fact that they take a bazillion shots to kill and you take about three shots to die. So okay. there's a sense that, like I, I could, like, I was playing it and I could see the game that they were trying to make and I could see the game that my memory said existed but actually didn't. I don't know why I tricked myself into believing it. But there were moments where there's, like, a grenade gets lobbed at you and your cover is disappearing and he goes, oh, shit. And, then, you know, in that great little sort of scripted moment where, we're well, not even scripted, but an emergent thing where, you know, Nathan Drake will say something when something really bad happens. Just unscripted. Not unscripted. God damn it. Not programmed in. Um, yes, programmed in. Ah, okay. So then you run around to another piece of cover, you know, and there's that moment where, like, you're constantly going from cover to cover and it's very fast and it's very cool. But it never actually happens. That never really happens. What happens is you get out of cover and then you get shot twice and you die immediately. Or you shoot at a couple guys and try to get rid of them to thin out their numbers, but in reality, you shoot them three times in the chest or five times with an AK and then they just sort of tumble and then they get right back up and then it and they get right back up like yeah. it never happened yeah like it I never happened that. so you never get this mm -hmm. sense of like actually running and gunning and still making progress you have to just get lucky and have really good aim and get headshots or just hope that they don't flank you in a way that makes sense like there was no 
sense of the game that that they wanted to make actually coming through. It was just this weird sort of mm. midpoint that sucks that I didn't. And like. that's but, all before the snipers appear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I stopped playing before the yeah. snipers appear. And but Uncharted Two is fucking point. great at doing what I just described. It is there's a there's a, how far have you gotten to it, Smith? Like the single player. I I don't have Uncharted Two. Oh, I you don't. don't have- Oh, you got the beta, right, right. trying to make him buy it. We've been, like, trading some games. And like, I don't want to trade any games. No. And well, that's... Well, we have, that's the, the thing everything is, I don't... you do is wrong. <laughs> well, there, there's... I mean, there's, like... The, and I'm thanks as a friend. Like, I want to help you. And I want I you to buy yeah, I don't... I don't... Uh, if I, I don't had have it, I'd give it to you. Yeah, well, what I was just saying for the, for the listeners, I don't have any money right now to buy it, but I, I, um, I, don't, I also don't like to... I have this thing where I feel very uneasy about trading in games. Um, in fact, I, I, the last time I traded in a game was when I traded in like ten Genesis games to Funko Land and got like fifteen dollars. Uh, I just eBay them, man. That's just that's what I did. Yeah. That, that that was the third um, Toys R Us game that I got. I got I got unsure, I got no sorry. I got Brutal Legend, A Boy and His Blob, and then another copy of Brutal Legend just so I can eBay it because you'll get like very close mm-hmm. to retail. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I, I just don't... I'm too lazy. I do have, like, the problem like with trading, even if I wanted tra- to trade in games, is that most of the games I would trade in are, like, review copies of sports games, which are worth, like, negative money at... Yeah, GameStop. but if they're review, then they're not negative. They're not going to save money off They'll give you something, and they cost you nothing. So anything is cashback. Everything is profit. Yeah, that's pure profit, even if it is just a dollar. And I've always said, if a multinational corporation misses out on just earning a dollar, then they have failed. Do not fail. Make that dollar. I guess I failed. And anyway, um, I my birthday birthday is coming up, so maybe I'll I'll get then. Um, Your your birthday's already here. <laughs> yeah. No, but but going back to Un- Uncharted One, uh, I as, as I've said, I, as I say, whenever anyone brings that game up, I, I still think it's one of my favorite PS3 games. But the the problems I had with it, certainly the ones you mentioned, where it was really ridiculous that the enemies took so much damage, and like the thing is that that game made me just not use the AK. I just stuck with the pistol. I think it was the 92 FS, like the pistol, the entire time, and I just got headshots. Like, I got really good at getting headshots with the pistol. Right, that's um, kind of a silly way to go about a game. Like, they give you all this other stuff, but only one strategy actually works. It's like... Yeah. Well, because, like, you could hit a guy three times in the face or waste half a clip of an AK on, you know? And that was really yeah. silly. Um, there are those I moments, also, you know, when you see, like, five guys coming at you, and you're like, oh, I have an AK. This is going to be awesome. I'm going to see them all just get mowed down, and I'm going to feel like a badass. And then you, like, expend your entire clip, and none of them have died. They yeah, run right through it like it's a fucking army. water gun. Yeah. It's an yeah. army of Scarfaces. Yeah, but I mean, just playing like five minutes of Uncharted 2, the, the exact same situation will happen, but it'll turn out exactly like you want it to. They will all, not all of them will die, but you know, you'll, you'll, you'll just spray everywhere, but you'll at least kill a couple guys. You'll get some satisfaction. Okay. You won't feel like My, you're getting like shat on. The, the other sort of big problems I have with the game, were, and I know they fixed this, is that you know, the, the grenades were six axis and oh, not yeah. mapped to their own button, like it was you had to switch up to, on the D-pad to them, but now there's L2 for the grenades. Um, but also, and I don't know if they fixed this because I haven't played the, the new one, but there was, uh, like I, I think Aaron mentioned this, where you know you, you would know where a fi- when a firefight was coming because there would be like cover that you would see, like rocks and things in the jungle. But the problem that I had was that there was there's the old uh, invisible threshold 
where, you know, you come upon a, an area, like, after you've died or whatever, you know that there's a firefight there, and, like, you you don't see anybody, and then you walk forward, and then people just spawn. And then, yeah. And you're just like, ah. I don't know if they fix that in this one, if, if there's... I haven't really run into anything along those lines, necessarily. Okay. There's actually, and there's much more, like Aaron was saying, it's much less uh, samey-samey structure stuff. I mean, there's... Yeah, I mean, it's the, the platforming is still really bad because it's still like just scripted jumps that you're making. You're not actually truly platforming; you're just finding sort of the next place you have to go. But um, it's 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 broken up a little bit more. My my only real big complaint is that there's just too many goddamn cutscenes. Like there are a couple moments when there's like it's like a halfway cutscene where it doesn't feel like a cutscene, then that's great. Like the the whole opening sequence with this train is really cool. But like if anybody doesn't like Metal Gear Solid Four and says it's because there's too many cutscenes, and then turns around and says they really really love Uncharted Two, I'm gonna be very confused. Because Uncharted 2 interrupts your gameplay more frequently. Maybe, I mean, the cutscenes aren't as long, but there's much more frequent interruption of, like, you're about to get into this flow of, like, shoot, shoot, run, run, jump, climb, you know, and then it's like, nope, I'll just show you a cutscene for just two seconds. And it may just be, you know, just showing you guys showing up or showing you going around the corner and checking a map or something, but it still just takes you out, and it's, it's really hard to get back into that groove. But anyway... Uh, do we want to do the break? Let's just talk about Demon Souls. Fuck it. I don't want to do the break because we don't have much all the time with Submit in the world. Jim, do you want to start off because you, you, you brought it up? Okay. Um, yeah, Demon Souls. It's As I said on the last episode, I didn't buy it. I tweeted that I wanted to play it, but I didn't want to spend money on something that I knew I was going to break. And then Atlas sent me an email and said, well, why don't you just be a man and ask for a copy? <laughs> Then I just said, can I have one, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on. Um, so, yeah, they, they, they sent me uh, over. Hey, the, uh, that, was, that was Aram Jabari that did that, wasn't it? Uh, it was, yes. The that, guy yeah, who that sounds like, yeah. like he's, he's the kind of guy that says, shut up, pussy, take the game! <laughs> <laughs> I love Aram. He's take awesome. that game, you love it. Um, yeah, he's actually really funny because um, he once did a video with Jeff Rubenstein or, or someone from Sony and he sounded like Scooby-Doo in it. He, he didn't mean to. He just started the video, with go, someone asked him a question and, and he's, he obviously had a, his voice cracked for a moment and he just went, yeah! <laughs> and I decided to pick, a, pick up on it and I posted just a story <laughs> at the weekend that just said, Atlas PR guy sounds like Scooby-Doo. And that was quite funny. And then I was sending emails out to sort of... Because I'm trying to find out about 3D.game Heroes, which is looking brilliant, and I want to know when it's coming to the West, and I want to be the first to know when it's coming to the West. So I emailed a bunch of guys, Exceed, um, Atlas, NIS, you know, the usual suspects that would publish that kind of thing. I sent a, a generic email to um, Aram um, at, at Atlas, and I just said, hey, is it 3D.game Heroes, are you guys looking into it? Do you know when it's coming out in the West? And, and I'd forgotten that I made that post about him and he just sent me back as an answer a picture of Scooby-Doo with just Ruby Roo as the answer. <laughs> and then I just sent him an email just saying, I hate it when I get my comeuppance. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he sent me that. Um, I've been playing it as, as we, we discussed earlier that a lot of people are expecting me to shit on it and I have been shouting a lot on Twitter about it and I imagine people think I hate it. Actually, I love it. And I am not one who usually, you know, you would expect that. It's a very hard game, and usually, usually a game that punishing, where the punishment to fun factor um, is very much a bit too in favour of punishing. Usually I'd, you know, shit on that kind of thing, but I guess being prepared for it is, is the thing. Um, I, 
I think that's the way to go into Demon Souls is to just know exactly what you're getting into, and then you'll get so much more out of it. Um, I was ready for a hard game. I approached the game very cautiously. I didn't run and, and just hack and slash. I kept my shield up at all times, and sure, I've died a fuckload of times. I've lost thousands of souls. Um, but I really, really like it. I, I'm, I don't even know why it is. I've, there have been times I've been playing it where I have just dropped the controllers to the floor and just held my head in my hands. There are times when I'm looking at the loading screen just saying, this is a waste of my fucking time. I have got better things to do than this. And I have. I've got so many more better things to do than Demon Souls. And yet, even when I'm not playing Demon Souls, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking yeah. about what I've got to yeah. do next. Where I've, you know, I've, I've got to get a bow. Where's the best bow? I've heard there's a compound bow in 4-1, so I've got to go to 4-1. These skeletons are fucking me up. Okay, how do I deal with these skeletons? Um, I learn a tactic to beat the skeletons. Oh, fuck, there's a trap. That's killed me. Let's go back. I have never... I don't think I've done this with a video game since I was 10 years old and I had about three Genesis games to choose from and I was stuck with them, so I had to replay them. I've Any other game I'd have given up, but there's something about Demon's Souls that no matter how many times I die, no matter how many times those fucking skeletons roll up to you and carve you to bits, or, or, or the flame lurker has raped me, which he has done many times, um... And all it's done is made me think, right, different approach. Um, so now, I'm I, tomorrow, if I've got time, I will grind, get a million souls, get a bunch of arrows, go kill the dragon, go find the purple flame shield from the dragon's roost, and then go and fight the flame lurker. And it's, I, it's hard to explain what is drawing me in, um, because I've, I don't usually approach games like this. But yeah, it's, I think it's amazing. I really do. I think, I think it's bullshit, but I really, <laughs> I, I love it, and I think, I think it's a, it's a strong contender for my RPG of the year. Uh, Dragon Age Origins may replace it. Uh, um, I'm going to have to play. I've, I've played Dragon Age Origins for about two days a couple of months ago, and I love that. Uh, but Demon Souls has just sucked me right in, and an Atlas published game has never done that. Uh, and certainly not a game this hardcore uh, does that, because Atlas does a lot of games that are a bit too hardcore for me, because uh, I just don't have that kind of time to invest. But yeah, and I've, I've talked way too much. I uh, do apologise, so I'll just open it up. Also, King Doran is a prick. Lindy? Uh, we were talking about it a little while. We were. Um, yeah, it's weird, Anthony, because you and I went... went we had this like weird up and down thing that we both kind of went on at exactly the same time. You remember that? Yeah. Like originally it was like fuck this game, and then it was like oh hey it's getting a little bit better, and then it went back to fuck this fucking game, and and I'm I'm still kind of on that that weird sine wave kind of trajectory where it's I'm either loving it or I'm hating it, and I don't hate it because it's it's not bad. It's just I think what what troubles me about the game is that I really still have yet to discover a metric by which I can measure my own progress. Like, the game is so brutal that I can never tell when I'm getting better. And I, and I know I've gotten better, and I know I've, like, improved my character because I've advanced. But it's always by, like, the skin of my balls. And uh, I think that's the one thing the game is lacking, is a real sense of, of achievement and accomplishment. Like, when I know that, you know, after grinding for this long, I can stomp a motherfucker or whatever, like, I, I never really get that in Demon's Souls. But... Hey. Uh, I like I like a lot of things about it. Like I like the combat. The combat's really satisfying. Um, I'm not exactly 
thrilled about the way that they do some. Well, I don't know. It's I, I, I it's so weird because I you know in an objective sense I can look look at it and say this is a really good game. I like a lot of things about this game, and I am not one to complain about difficult games. I mean, like God Hand is like my favorite game of all time, and I regularly allow myself to be thoroughly raped by Ikaruga and other shoot 'em ups, but but for some reason um, uh, I just can't. You know, I just. Uh, I, God damn it! It's just uh, I can't put my finger on it. That's a thing. That's what's so fucking weird about this. It's so enigmatic. I just cannot figure out exactly. Kind of like what Jim said at once, where it's like I'm I'm like fuck this game, but I'm still thinking about it constantly, and I don't want to play it, but I want to play it. You know, you know, it's it's kind of like you know, God creates dinosaurs, God destroys dinosaurs, God creates man, man destroys God, whatever. <laughs> well done. The, yeah, I, of all the of all the the Ian Malcolm quotes I've ever heard, that's, I've never heard anybody quote that one. But I'm glad I'm glad I did. <laughs> it's usually the last one I heard was um, when I was having a discussion with, or not a discussion, an argument with a Becky actress or whatever about like uh-huh. uh, girl gamers and you know how how what a stupid image they're putting through. Franz responded with like, "You're you're like a child who found his dad's gun and you don't want to you know how to use it, and then you stood on the shoulders of giants before you even knew what you had. Like you did that whole <laughs> before you even knew what you had, you would patent it and and it and and package it and you're selling it." You know, we can, you know, I, okay. Shoot! Ah! All right, I still do that a lot. Like, if, if I'm playing a video game and I get attacked or ambushed by something, I will always go, clever girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, I started out really liking it, really loving it. Um, because of the ambiance of it, I mean, I've never seen an RPG, a fantasy RPG, look as like fucking gritty and cool as that game does. Like, I think one of my favorite, maybe one of my favorite like visual things I've seen in a game in a long time is when you have to go up to meet the monumental, and it's like, yeah, go to the second floor. He's just hanging out there. It's like, okay, and you have to walk by the corpses of all of like the other monumentals from all the other eras, all the other people who have had have done that job, just sitting next to him, looking kind of like they're maybe alive, and there's just this one little candle. And in front of the living ones, you know which one he is, and he's just just surrounded by all these bodies, these like young, poor, innocent kids, and you you really get the sense of like you know this is a this is a dying world. I mean, there's always a world on the brink of destruction, but in Demon Souls, it actually feels like one. And I think he died. Right. Yeah. You know you, it it it's so bleak and and dead, and you feel like you're kind of late to the party. Yeah. I think that's it. It does a really good job, like. Not only in terms of the aesthetic, the cosmetic stuff, but in terms of the actual gameplay, in terms of like setting the game, the game sets it up, it sets itself up as an antagonist to the player. Not like you know the goals are, are antagonists or whatever, but like the actual game itself, actually conquering the game and figuring out what to do is the antagonist. It's you versus Demon Souls. It's not just you're playing Demon Souls. And there's a sense of like when I got raped by you know all these different um, bosses, the one-two boss especially. I, I immediately wanted to go back and try, not because I really liked getting my ass stomped by the fucking Tower Knight, but because, like, it, it just felt like a, like a, I need to get back on the horse. this game thinks it's so fucking tough. Yeah, this game thinks it's so cool, and I gotta knock it down a couple of pegs. But I, I eventually went from really, really liking it to, you know, really, really hating it with the Tower Knight, and then, you know, Adam helped me out, and then I beat the Tower Knight uh, by the skin of my teeth. And, uh... Basically went to all of World 2, completely owned World 2, went back to 1-3, and then was really, really enjoying it up until I got to the Penetrator boss. 
and I had not grinded, but I had leveled, you know, sufficiently. I'd almost never just went out of my way to grind, and uh, except for when I was saving souls because a strategy guide had told me I needed to save souls for whatever. And I was doing like two damage to the fucking penetrator, and I was dodging a lot of his attacks. I was actually doing a pretty good job in terms of actually like learning his uh, his his basic moves and what you needed to do to avoid them. Even though that's sort of an OCD thing, I really don't like doing outside of Mega Man games. But I was still getting my ass handed to me just because I was doing two fucking damage, and and every time he hit me, it would almost like entirely kill me. And so I look, I was like, fine, fuck it. I'll look up at the strategy guide. What I need to do, and the game's like, well, you probably should have turned around and gone back to like two checkpoints ago into this door that's completely hidden by shadows that was locked previously that you're supposed to remember because there's no mini-map. And you need to go in there and save a guy, and he won't say anything, and just make sure not to kill him, and then just go back, and then he'll help you fight the guy, and it'll be fine. And I, I did, and the guy went back, and since the boss isn't looking at me anymore, like the, the, the boss fight was like laughably easy. And it, like, it just felt to me like so much of that game revolves around either completely memorizing you know certain aspects of a boss's attack routine or like the exact timing you need to do or it's getting information that you can't get from the game itself i think aaron and i discussed that the game is only you, you didn't you say it was like impossible without a strategy guide for you um yeah well like there are a lot of things about it that i mean i'm sure adam adam i'm sure played it without a strategy guide but i don't know did you use game effect use and shit I, I looked a little bit on wiki just for like the demon souls like whether i should use them right away because because there are some things about... Yeah, exactly. There's some things about that game where it's like, there's no fucking way I would have known to not do that or to do that. You know, like, there's stuff about the, the prince... Uh, and prince, like the what's his fuck? the sage. The sage freak in World 3. Yeah. Like, All of this shit, it just seems like it's, it's so... There's so many variables that I don't know how you could possibly get the best outcome from just playing the game as a complete virgin and just like, you know, not, not that I'm saying that should happen. The game is built around repeat play, but like... It seems to demand some kind of assistance, and like when I I got the uh, the deluxe edition, and, and it was really. I, I get that's like, like so not fun to me. I hate playing with a strategy guide in my lap, and I can't even play with that fucking thing in my lap because it's a tiny ass book, and I can't keep <laughs> yeah. it open without breaking the fucking binding. <laughs> <laughs> ah! That strategy guide gone. is fucking shite. Um, no, but I think not so much strategy guides, but. I just get this sense that the idea is for people to talk about Demon Souls and help each other and tell each other things they've learned. Um, well, I if the that's... in-game message system were a little bit more robust, I think that would be well, fantastic. Well, yeah, well, I think that's of kind of—I think that's almost a clue. Yeah, I think that's kind of—I think that what is in the game is gives you a, a flavor of what they would like to see happen. You know, you see. You see, like, little ghosts of other people in a kind of fable-esque way uh, running around doing their own thing. You see the bloodstains on the floor. You see the messages. And I just get this sense that the, the, the message of the game is as, as, as lonely and bleak as it is. You're constantly being reminded that you're not alone. That I, do, I do really like the suffering with you. I love the fact that, like, <laughs> the one thing that I really like is that uh, with the bloodstains... Um, there's a part in in the first uh, in one one where you're walking uh, <coughs> down the end of these uh, parapets and there's this hallway and then there's one of those red eyes knights you know that you can actually only fucking kill by like tricking him to falling to his death which um, speaking lies, of which Jim I know you said lies. you needed to grind a bunch of uh, what's that I said lies you can kill him otherwise yeah I I waited until way later and killed him yeah. oh, oh yeah yeah I've only managed to trick him but like. It's it's really I've, easy I've to kill him without doing that. And it's, uh, you can do it on your first playthrough. That's like how I finance like my first ten levels. Yeah. <laughs> it's just by killing him three different times and just taking how like ten thousand souls. You, like, you I've like told what to you, do. I know what to do. I've only yeah. ever done it accidentally once, and then he uh, I've not managed to do it again. 
every other time I've just had to kill him manually with, you know, man on man as, a, as an actual fight. Hmm. Well, I, I, don't, I, I don't like the fact that, like, if this game didn't have any RPG elements to it at all, like, if it were just you were always as strong as you're going to be and it, the only thing that changed was the weapons and their styles, I would love this game so much more. But, like, the um, issue I had with the Tower Knight is that he does a fuckload of damage and you do very little. And uh, I mentioned this in a, in a review or something, in the review for Jump, and a lot of people jumped on it. Anthony sucks at games, uh. And uh, I ha- it was discussing with Magnolon, and he was saying, well, most people don't actually fight that boss until the very end of the game. And I was like, well, A, how the fuck was I supposed to know that? Because he's the one-two boss. He's literally the boss of the second world, or the second level in the first world. I was supposed to evidently go to, like, world three, four, and five, and just fight people there, which makes no sense to me whatsoever, especially because all the enemies leading up to that boss are, like, completely manageable. And then he said that, no, you're basically supposed to do that. And I just occurred to me, like, why? Like, why? That's, that's... That's, I, I've never heard that before. I've never heard any wiki... Well, according to Maglong, that's how most people deal with it, is that you go back you way later and deal with the guy. And, I mean, the fact... I mean, I can understand maybe that's, that's cool that you get the choice to do that, but, like, if the game is really just about skill and just being good and just learning, then why is there such a focus on uh, you being super, super weak and levels are really helping out with that, and Demon Souls being such an important currency. Like, if the game were just an action game, and it was just, you're always going to be as strong as you are, and this game is going to be this hard, so you know exactly how good you have to be, and you really have to learn, and you can't just fall back on grinding for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Not in, like, a cool Valkyria Chronicles way, where it's, like, everything's balanced, and, like... Well, actually, yes, in a Valkyria Chronicles way, because I, I don't know, get like, I I dis- disagree a little bit, because I don't... I mean, the leveling up helps, but it's not like the level up's when you level up, you get a huge benefit. Like, I've, I I can't think about how many times I've... Because I've actually been somewhat grinding a bit, um, which is why I'm, I'm behind you guys, uh, probably because I got it later, and also because I've just been doing a lot of grinding and, and finding items in other worlds and getting bows and, and what, what have you. Um, but even though that I've, I've grinded quite a bit, I'm not superbly strong. Yeah. I'm not as, as overly strong. Leveling I think up your weapons... <laughs> greatly more greatly improves your character than actually leveling up your character well i prefer i prefer leveling up the character of the weapons because i didn't like i I, i'm okay with going around and killing demon souls because by killing people or killing people to get demon souls at least you're learning something about their attack patterns but i spent about an hour getting shards of hardstone and buying shards of hardstone and big shards of hardstone and going back to the specific blacksmith that will do the certain things i wanted to do and that pissed me off more than anything that was sort of the moment where i was like i don't know if i want to keep doing this because my my weapon is the thing that I noticed the most change coming from, but that requires the most grindy sort of behavior. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, my my point is 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 that I tactics and skill um, factor into it a lot, but I think the I think the grinding and the leveling up is there just as this kind of buffer, just so that if you are not quite as skilled, um, then you've just got this extra little safety net. Um, you've got this kind of chance to to get yourself up to par um, and you've got a better chance of getting through something. I don't think leveling up is as crucial as it is in some games. I don't think the grinding is, is, is as important because especially if, if you do, if you could do a lot of, of dying, um, which I certainly um, have been doing, uh, not so much now, but, but certainly when I try and get into levels sort of way outside of my league, um, every time you die, you get that chance to find your where you died and get your souls back. So it's like you're naturally getting a shitload of souls anyway. 
Um, I mean, there's always a risk you can lose every last one of them if you die. Oh, yeah, and I've I've done that a couple of times. By the way, can I raise one angry, angry point? Yeah. Um, There's, I don't, I I still don't see any legitimate point to the uh, soul, corporeal form and soul form thing. I do not fucking get it. I don't see why that's important. And apparently, Adam explained to me that there's, uh, you can shift the, uh, what is it, the the soul tendency or something? There's character and world tendency, and... A lot of that has to do with, uh, well, if you want pure black, you gotta kill yourself in body form a bunch of times. You can also, well, if you kill, like, NPCs, that'll affect your character black tendency versus the world black tendency. See, I just, uh, I just, it doesn't seem to make any sense to me. because I didn't feel like my, my, my life was very precious. I didn't care. Yeah, I just don't give I got, a I got, I got a little bit more health, not enough to really change much. Yeah. And the only other thing is that, like, uh, it's, um, I can, uh, I prefer being dead because I don't make as much noise. Like, I put on that ring that gives me a little more health, and and I have my thief ring on, and I like being dead because I don't make noise. I just kind of wish that they'd just do away with it. I hate, like, whenever I kill a boss and I'm alive again, I'm like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Well, there was that, there was that conversation we had with I, 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 Some people co-op, they go through... Have one have their friend be human, have them be uh, the spirit. They go through, kill the boss, and then commit suicide so they can do it again with the other friend being human and one person being soul so they can both advance and play through the whole game. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Seriously. Jesus. I, mean, I see no problem what with What the that, hell did I... I get myself into? Oh, what have about, I done? About grinding, you could also look at it, you know, grinding, yeah, you're getting souls so you can level yourself up, but you could also look at grinding as more perfecting your technique of combat. So therefore, you're getting better because you're getting the souls to upgrade your character, but you're also getting better because you're practicing the combat and kind of perfecting it. Oh, that's don't, don't, hold up, don't try this spoonful of sugar shit with me, sir. Well, no, I can, I, I can, I can understand where he's going from if, I mean, like, because the, the regular enemies that you have to keep replaying because they keep respawning and stuff, like, I can understand that. I did get better at fighting the Blue Eye Knights because I had to fight the Blue Eye Knights a lot. But with, like, the bosses and shit, the ones that you really gotta learn, the fact that you have to run through the last, like, 20 to 30 minutes of what you were doing, not 20 to 30, that's a complete exaggeration, but like the last 5 to 10 minutes of what you were doing just to get back to the boss, just so you can die immediately again, is so fucking irritating to me. Like, there's no, I mean, no matter how hard your game is, no matter what kind of a point you're trying to make about difficulty or player failure or anything like that, there's no reason that there shouldn't just be a fucking checkpoint right in front of the boss. Like, Yeah, I think that's my one major complaint with the game is I don't want to have to replay vast sections of a level just to get back to the boss. I think that if if I could just change one thing, and I don't think it makes it easier to do that, it's it just makes it less fucking annoying. Yeah. And most of the time when that game is being hard, it's not being fucking annoying in in a in a classical sense. Like it's certainly annoying to die a lot, but at least you it's not like Lost Planet where you're constantly getting juggled like, with, after one yeah. hit you can't do anything. It's not that kind of irritating. Yeah. It's like before the, the Tower Knight, you've got to go through that whole rigmarole of fire uh, um, because the dragon keeps coming down and breathing fire on everything. And it's like, dragon. I don't want to do... Th- I, know, I know you can kill a dragon. But, but killing the dragon, it, it, what does it entail? It entails you getting to the top of a tower and sitting there for like 15 straight minutes and just shooting arrows at him over and over. And it's like you're fighting OCD with OCD. It's fire with fire. Yeah. I mean, at the style. time, though, at the time, I didn't know I could kill the dragon at that point. Um, I was waiting for it to be some major boss fight. 
Um, so every time I went to fight the Tower Knight, I was doing the same thing of just waiting, edging forward, waiting for the dragon to come down, running along after the fire, and it was just so lengthy and time-consuming, and I'm like, why couldn't they have just put the checkpoint after that bullshit so I can just go and fight the Tower Knight again? Uh, it's You still get enough of a sense of loss if the Tower Knight kills you, because sometimes these bosses take a fucking age to destroy anyway. So it's not like... It's not like having all that extra level before the boss is adding to the challenge or anything. And, yeah, and, and that's one of the, the better examples. Like, as I say, I'm on, um, trying to deal with Flame Lurker at the moment in 2-2. Um, two, two, two? Yeah, 2-2. Two, two. And I don't want to go through that whole jumping down the... When you go down that mine shaft and you have to do all that jumping and going down ladders and fighting the official in the place full of explosives is I don't want to do that bit every time mm-hmm. I just want to fight the boss and that's kind of that's one of the major thing that's, things that's pulling me off going back to fighting the, the flame lurker again I just can't be asked to go through all that I just feel like my time is more precious than that um, Jim didn't yeah, you also have, have an ultimatum regarding the uh, that you mentioned in the email that like you wanted to talk about that a little bit or something about like people who oh, say that, that the game's easy or whatever. That was just me commenting oh, on uh, Jim. Uh, that's just Jim's inability to beat the Tower Knight. <laughs> I've never died from him. I've. Uh, that's why I was so dumbfounded when you guys were always complaining about him. Oh, I was I, like, I, 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 I just bought Test Rossa. <laughs> but to go back, to something you said earlier when you were talking to Magdalon whatever that guy's name was. You know how you said you're not supposed to go to Tower Knight. You're saying, yeah. oh, it's one two. Well, I mean, nowhere does the official, like, you know, from software or anybody actually number. Refer to it as one, two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just strategy guides that label. None of the instructions ever say, oh, this is one, two. This is one, three. This is world five. They're just like, here's five worlds. Well, my main thing was that it's every single enemy before the Tower Knight is completely manageable. So there's this implication, and it's, you know, it's like the, the, the world that you have to go to at the beginning, like you have to go in the World War One. nothing is unlocked yet, and so you're already in there. And so like every, every aspect of the design points to, hey, you know, you should be enough of a badass that you can, you can do this right now, don't man up, don't be a little bitch, you knew this game was going to be hard, that's what this is about. And so it's like suddenly just go to another world entirely. Uh, that I would assume would have higher difficulty just because it's not the world I'm on. It's not the, you know, the 1-2. I mean, just in my mind, it was 1-2 before I even looked at the strategy guide. Would be like going, you know, playing FF7 or something like that and then going to a completely different area that you know probably has really strong, that you assume probably has really stronger monsters just because you're having trouble with the boss at like Midgar or something. It's a bad analogy, but, you know, I'm or maybe get what I'm saying. fantasy games where you're playing one level and you go someplace else and then you come back to the same town later to uh, finish up some business? Yeah, but then they replace whatever enemies are there with like new, stronger, and they enemies. usually tell you that. Yeah, that's they do. What they, you do. I mean, the the issue for me was that it, the game can telegraph a lot of really because like the, the, I love the fact that the game tries to like redefine your perceptions of what standard things are. It tries to make you think twice about grinding and tries to make you think twice about what it is to have a full life and you know what it is to fight a boss. But it doesn't telegraph any of those things to you. It just sort of stands back and goes, "Rip your bitch if you can't get it." Sorry, and like. When you're going to change that much, it's it's not going to kill you to like maybe tap me on the shoulder every once in a while and say, "Hey, I'm trying to do something different here. Maybe you could be receptive to that." But that's just me. Can can I just say one thing about about Demon Souls that, that's uh, just ticking me off a little bit? Please do. The uh, the title is a uh, has a grammatical error in it. 
It's uh. Oh my God. No, it doesn't. It should... Really? Because no, it, it, it doesn't. You know. No, it doesn't it, have a grammatic error. It doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. It's, if you what? watch the intro, you, it would make sense. Well, I don't have the game, and I'm not going to buy it, so I won't. Are you saying? Are you saying there should be the demons? Intro, there's actually an intro online on the internet's game trailers YouTube. Dude, and you don't get just one soul from every demon you kill. You get a shitload of them because they absorb so other demons souls. souls. Or are you arguing that it should be S apostrophe instead of apostrophe S? Well, yeah, because No, because all the You're demon, wrong. the demon You're wrong. the archstones, the arch demons and the demon bosses, they're all part of this one, you know, in charge well, one big demons in charge of all of them. So the big demon has... called the old one is actually kind of using the other souls for strength and you know so he's the bosses you fight are actually the souls of the big huge demon the old I think, one I, I do yeah, think you just got told maybe but I'm not going to buy this game on face <laughs> okay. demons told more like well uh, Submit you wanted to talk about something that had just come yeah. um, you know, we were, oh we were fuck what about... I think Never what? Mind. what I thought you were going to bring something Whatever. up I'm not. I'm not your mommy, Topher. I'm not just gonna tell you when it's okay to talk. You can burst in. You can be a man. Fuck you. Do you want to talk about to- Topher, you want to talk about Demon Souls? Stop. Not really. Because <laughs> we've, we've, no, you know, we've been going on for like I don't know a half hour about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and by we, I mean Sports. everyone. Everyone except for you. <laughs> it's our. It's um, our turn. Um, allowed to, to go. Yeah. Only Summit's allowed to go on a, for half an hour about something. We're right. horning in on his racket. Please continue, Summit. Uh, yeah, so, you know, you were talking about Uncharted 2 earlier, and I, I was on the phone with a friend of mine earlier who, you know, I, I know a lot of people are doing the big uh, Toys R Us uh, promotion this week, which is uh, you buy two games and you get a third of equal or lesser value for free. Um, but uh, a couple of friends of mine who I, I spoke with earlier today tried to do that. They tried to get, like, Uncharted 2, Brutal Legend, and, uh, you know, something else. But um, apparently Toys R Us is kind of being dicks about this. Um, the uh, the one Toys R Us that uh, my, my friend went to, or I'm not sure if he went to, but you know, he, maybe he called them, they, they literally told him, if you're thinking of you know, using the deal to get Uncharted 2, you can forget about it because every single copy that this store has is, has already been reserved for a pre-order, which means that we hold it for six days and you, you know, we can't sell those copies until the 19th, so we don't have any copies of Uncharted 2 to sell, which really doesn't make any sense to me because it's a fairly large Toys R Us, and it, it seems like almost out of the question to me that they would that every single copy, you know, would be uh, reserved and that they wouldn't have any to sell. Um, but if that is you, true, would that be? I mean, that doesn't seem like terribly douchey behavior if it is true, right? Sure, sure. But uh, then um, I uh, um, had another friend of mine who who went to a different Toys R Us. Because he was like, oh, well, I'll just, I'll just go to the other one that's kind of out of the way. Um, and they they had Brutal Legend, but, you know, they or they were, they had the, the, a space for it, but it was, you know, sold out. Um, but Uncharted 2, they, they didn't have at all. Um, and, and he said that he'd been looking online. Like, I think he said, you know, he mentioned the cheap-ass game reforms. And, you know, some people were, were having issues with, uh, with getting... Um, you know, Uncharted 2 and and or Brutal Legends. So, I, I, you know, um, and and, if, and there's another thing where, you know, a lot of people are, are using the deal to buy quote-unquote placeholder games because it, it's only valid this week and, and it's not valid for pre-orders, but they're like, oh, I'll just get 
whatever, three copies of Uncharted 2, and then I'll exchange them later on for, like, Left 4 Dead 2 or Assassin's Creed 2 or Modern Warfare 2 or whatever. That's douchey. The, well, I mean, it's... It's, but it's doable, right? I mean, like you, it, you, it, you shouldn't, you don't see any reason that you shouldn't be able to do that because it's just you're exchanging a game, right? But it, but it is you getting three. I mean, if you thought that was an issue, I can understand if you didn't think there was an issue that they would be run out. But like, if you thought there was even a remote possibility that they would run out, if you get three copies of a game you don't really want, it's pretty douchey. No, but I mean, like, if well, yeah, or whatever, you buy three games that maybe you you want one of them, and and you know you exchange two later on. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that on principle. I actually just realized that I bought two copies of Brutal Legend, so I have no right to say anything. I take it back. I was going to say. Oh, my God. I for- I'm staring at the fucking other copy. I'm a douche. <laughs> God damn it, Anthony. Sorry, go on. Are you going to sell it to someone else? Or are you gonna I'm, I'm, I'm selling on fucking eBay is what I'm doing. So I have no excuse. I have, this is awful. Fire. Sorry, please continue. Yeah. No, so I, I'm just, I just wanted to throw that out there as a, as a PSA for, for people who who are, you know, looking to do that um you know maybe you know call your local toys R Us and find out what the deal is because i've heard that, you know some are, are being st- stupid about it which doesn't it's just make it doesn't make any sense to me because it's like you know your store is running this promotion so why i mean you know what's what's the deal here that and 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 in fact another toys R Us that another friend of mine went to said that they didn't have any copies of any games that came out this week that like i was like so what are they just running this deal because they want to get rid of stock of like older PS3 games, like you know, what, what I don't. It's it seems like bad business to me, but you know, that's that's just yeah, I'm throwing it out there. It's kind of a bummer for um, just just for how much better it makes GameStop look. Because I'm I'm not the biggest <laughs> fan of GameStop for obvious reasons, but their whole you know they they push pre-orders harder than everyone, and like the implicit idea behind a pre-order is like, man, you want to get this because you don't know if you're going to be you know, enough copies. You got you you don't know for sure. It's just in a safety net. And this is though this is the first time I've ever actually heard of it being an issue where you can't get copies. Like that's one well, of the big for the, reasons for that, the big titles. But for yeah, the, right yeah, for the big titles. But yeah, like yeah. that that was one of the big reasons that I find their sort of attitude to it that's so annoying. It's because like really how how often have you not been able to get a really big title on the first day and yeah. to actually now say well now it's, there's a incidentally um, game crazy sucks because they thought Half Minute Hero was coming out on like November thirtieth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, like, just, that's the point, where I've never had a problem, like, I walked into Best Buy day of, launch day for Infamous, and they had plenty of copies. Um, Same with, you know, whatever, any, you know, any other game, like, I I don't, everyone's like, oh, I'm gonna go to the midnight launch, I just, like, literally walk into Best Buy and pick up the game the day of, they've always got a ton of copies, and um, I, you know, Toys R Us is, like, especially the one by me is a big one, and, you know, they... They should have a number where, you know, it's not that all their copies are being reserved. I feel I, I know I just have a sneaking suspicion that they're, you know, they they just maybe don't want to sell that particular game for the uh, promotion. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That's one good thing about living in Mississippi. It's like most people out here don't even know what video games are, so I can <laughs> always buy a copy of whatever I want. <laughs> either that, either that, or their video games are the devil. Yeah. Yeah, they're terrified of them. <laughs> Uh, like Uncharted, God has charted everything. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? The way that I hear some people talk about the South, like, and and the way they react to video games, like, it's everyone either playing Madden or like burning games and shit. Like, I'm just gonna, you know, what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna like, uh, like hot glue a shit ton of uh, copies of Grand Theft Auto in my body, march into a church, and tell the first first redneck I see that I hope he's left enough room for my fist because I'm going to ram it into his stomach. <laughs> no, it's not I, too. I mean, to 
to the South's credit, I have. Been, and I'm also going to ask him who is his daddy and what does he do. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also going to tell him that he's Benny. Benny, come on! I'm sorry. I was just saying, to the South's credit, I I know that um, one or two of the GameStop workers out here read Destructoid, so, you know, it's not something I'd have expected out here. <laughs> to the South's credit, two of you are okay. Yeah. <laughs> to the South's credit, if you're... Possibly re- just re- one. If, if, if my name is Jim Sterling and you recognize me... Yeah, on. then you're awesome. <laughs> the Sterling Maniacs are all right by me. Unless, yeah. unless they IM like PM me on PSN when I'm playing Demon Souls and say that Topher Kendler says Desu Desu Kawaii, then they can fuck right off. <laughs> um, we might as well just go into reader questions. Uh, Gestalt, I think, uh, asks, what's your philosophy on reviewing a game which by its very nature excludes its full experience from people who can't keep up with its difficulty? I'm thinking directly of Demon Souls and the non-Sigma varieties of Ninja Gaiden. Well, Dale's... Wrote a not review, right? Yeah, he did a not review. He's he's still playing it because there were a lot of calls for a full review. So I think he's going to try and do a full review of it as well. But for the moment, it was just like this shit's too hard. Can't do it. Don't want to. Um, <laughs> this is a non-review, right? But I mean, is is that is that sort of our standard? Is that that's as official destructive reviews editor? That's is that what we we do? No, technically. Usually it's just if a game is so bad, like Velvet Assassin was the first one we, we did with this, where we ran it as a review, but we did a, an, an NA on the score, because it just wasn't wasn't fair. I mean, it wasn't fair that the game existed, but, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, like I said, the whole com- doing a game to full completion thing is like, you know... When you're seventy-five to eighty percent into a game, like you know before then what the game is about and whether it sucks or not. I I have never believed that you need to complete a game one hundred percent to know whether it's good or bad. Um, obviously, we we complete um, as much as we can, and and if we don't complete a game, we let you know. Um, but in in terms of a game that's like Demon Souls, then yeah, I mean if you're if you're if it's so hard that you can only get in about five or six hours of a hundred hour game, then yeah, that is a case where you don't put a score on it. Um, but you know, if 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 you're on the last boss, then I think you know it's it's fair to give it a score because you pretty much you've got it in the bag. You know what it's about. Like a food critic knows that a soup is bad if he can see the shit. He doesn't have to eat the shit. To know that the shit tastes bad, but or at least he doesn't have to eat all the shit. Yeah, he just has to nibble like you a few. Have to of... lick the bowl clean to know if it yeah. was any. Exactly, just just nibble a few of the wispy ass hairs, and then you know. Oh God! I I imagine. I don't <laughs> want to review games ever again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know it's. It, it's a case by case basis, as far as I'm. Also, Jim Jim's also very good at at giving these games to whoever is more um i guess suitable to be the one reviewing oh, them. Yeah. Yeah, like I, mean, I happen to be the one reviewing all the sports games. Like Simic yeah. gets all the sports games, I get you know the racing games and the fighting games and you know Dale gets Ponya and whatever but Yeah, I try and I try and make sure everyone's everyone is reviewing what they are did uh, what they have stat. Um, I mean, that was the surprising thing about Demon Souls is because I've never known Dale to not be able to do a game. This is a guy that does Persona in a few days. Yeah. 
So it's like, this is what made me want to play Demon's Souls. Normally, <laughs> if I hear a game's hard, I'm like, fuck that, I can't be bothered. But then Dale was like, I'm not doing this. And then I was like, fuck, I want to play this. So, yeah, just to see something that stopped Dale completing it was, was amazing. Um, but he was the best man for, the, for that review, even though he didn't complete it, um, as evidenced by the fact that he's still going to go back and do it. Um, so yeah, in, 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 in that case, in the case of Demon Souls, I am glad that he did what he did with it, especially because a lot of several other outlets had their reviews up, um, before we did, and judging by what Demon Souls is like, there is a very, 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 very low chance that any of them got that far before they reviewed it. So I would tell people to bear that in mind. And like I said, I'm not someone that nails someone to a cross for reviewing a game before they've completed it. That would be hypocritical of me. But, you know, I, I, I don't think Demon's Souls is a game that you can review having only just seen, like, World 1-1 or what have you. Um, I think you need to... That, that game is, a, is an experience, and you, you have to get very deep into it. Mm-hmm. So... That is my long and rambling and warbling and uninteresting answer. <laughs> um, Havoc Fang wanted to know, uh, are there any retro or generally old games that were just plain bad, that, or actually he put bad in quotation marks, that could benefit from a modern day remake? Which makes me really want to stop doing this and go play A Boy in His Blood right now just to see if it sucks as bad as <laughs> the original. <laughs> bad games that you don't retro. I'm trying to think of games. Someone should make a Bubsy remake. You know what makes me feel bad? I liked Bubsy. Like, a lot as a kid. I did too. I did too. I honestly enjoyed it. You know a game that sucked? Zool. Zool sucks, but I would love to see a, a new Zool. Is that like the ninja guy in the Candyland sort of thing? The kind of, yeah, the ninja alien from the, the ninja from the Zenth dimension or whatever it was. Um... Or was it just nth dimension? Anyway, yeah, that game was pretty shit, but I would like to see that again. Um, tell you another one. I can't even remember if it was shit. It was probably all right, but I want to see a, a, a current-gen Boogerman. <laughs> uh, you know what made me feel really bad at, at feeling really good was when I played the N64 six, uh, Clay Fighter game and had a silent moment of happiness when I found out Boogerman was an unlockable character. Like, even, <laughs> even as young as I was when that game came out, when I'm probably not that young, it's probably like when I found out that I wrote fan fiction at 13 and I thought I was like 8. But it's like, there's no excuse for being excited that Boogerman is in a Clay Fighter <laughs> game. There's no excuse for even owning a Clay Fighter game, for fuck's sake. Um, oh, okay. Draxlith asked, Jim, if you could be the exclusive voice actor for a video game character but could never do any other voice work, would you and what character would that be? Um, well, I wouldn't, because I'm trying to make a career out of it, you idiot. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> but if I if I had to do one, I don't know. I, I want to say, like, a Dynasty Warriors character, but that would actually be a shit thing to have as your one, one thing you ever did. So I guess... I guess if I had to do a character, it would probably be Liquid Snake, just because it's easy to do for me. <laughs> Well, and that this was, would be a cute one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite responses to your Citizen Kane video was like how did you make your own accent sound fake and that's like <laughs> that's like the skill you need for doing Liquid Snake presumably yeah that the interesting thing about that is do you know some people didn't think that was me 
really? in that video. They were like, so that fat guy <laughs> in the video, <laughs> that's not the guy doing the narration, is it? That fat <laughs> fuck there. <laughs> the one who looks like Clown from Spawn. Oh, God. No one said that. <laughs> I was going to say, that's cruel, but like oddly, uh, oddly clever. I did look like him. I looks like... Actually, I, I'm not just going to talk about that because that's tasteless, but I, I did must point out that in that video when my face is painted, I do look like a Japanese lucky cat. <laughs> well, didn't somebody, somebody mention that you look like Kefka? Uh, Chad did. Chad said he wants to have <laughs> sex with that. me, but I've got to be dressed up like Kefka. Right, right. <laughs> Chad would say uh, that. Um, Wandering Pixel said, Brutal Legend got me thinking, what other genres of music would you like to see more of in games? Are you guys music people? I don't know that there's another genre out there that has that kind of lore and, and uh, mm. Mm. you know, kind of history and, and theme surrounding it that you could really translate into something like they did with Brutal Legend. Mm-hmm. Metal's just got all this imagery and, you know... They should make a Dukes of Hazard game. They should make a Dukes of Hazard game and put bluegrass in it. I don't know. Like. That, would, no, that would actually be kind of cool. <laughs> I mean... They, I mean, they, they did make a Duke's Hazard game. It was fucking awful, but like, <laughs> yeah, I'm all too right. Like, enough. Didn't Brutal Legend, uh, the when they when Tim Schafer first showed it to executives, they wanted it to be about a country like country music. They said we don't want the metal. I didn't we hear want that. country music. Oh god, that's I didn't hear that. That would be the worst thing ever. Oh my god. Well, I'm like, I I I, I hate death metal, but Brutal Legend is sort of making me. Have an appreciation. Okay, hold up, like, hold up, hold up. Brutal, uh, brutal legend is not death. Metal, or sorry, yeah. heavy metal. Whatever. Heavy metal. I, I heavy, metal's, heavy metal's not bad. Like in like Dio and Black Sabbath. Well, yeah, I, I mean, there's there's bits and pieces I, I love. Like I love. Life's all about Dio. Like what? Yeah. Okay, what passes heavy metal and what is in terms of of like classic heavy metal? Like you know that kind of shit. The kind of shit that appears in Brutal Legend by today's standards. Like the kind of people that listen to this black fucking death gore metal shit. They're pussies. Like. Like it's, I I don't know how anyone is are like. You, are, oh, you, are you saying? Are you suggesting that you're not down with the clown? No, I'm I'm not down with the clown. Right. Like no, but but I mean they like there's those idiots that like they, all it is is just power chord after you power chord. You go down chords, on like, a clown, you know that. Shit. <laughs> and these are the kind of guys that are like, oh fucking Motorhead, oh that's for pansies, you know we rock really hard. Now that I hate death metal for that reason, it's just horseshit. But you know, Dio's got a set of pipes on him and fucking. I was gonna I was gonna set up a death metal band once. <laughs> I was going to set Shit. up a death metal yeah, band called Garden of. It's going to be called Garden of Rubbish, and we were going to do death metal versions of Krista Berg songs. <laughs> it but, was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, my, I like. I didn't have. I, I I understand what you're saying now, and I do like the kind of music that's in Brutal Legend. Like, I love Kickstart My Heart and all that. But I wasn't super interested in it. And I like that sense of like, like I mean, the same way that I wasn't at all interested in biker gangs when I played Full Throttle, but you come out of those things, like, whether you want to or not, sort of being a fan of whatever the game is trying to make you a fan of. So I'm all for like really weird shit that I wouldn't think I would like, like a bluegrass game or, or... I remember on Retroforce a long time ago, I said like quasi jokingly, but now I'm kind of want to take it seriously that like a musical game, like a, like a, like a Hollywood musical sort of thing where you sing along as you do other things and like singing is an actual like... A game tried that. Did they? Yeah, um, kind of. It was... I th- I haven't played Rhapsody, a musical, um, but that was one. But another one that I did play was um, The Nightmare Before Christmas, Oogie's Revenge. And it was actually the boss fights were musical numbers. 
and uh, some of it was rhythm action, which kind of counts, but some of it was just you are fighting the boss in a kind of action perspective, and the characters are singing to each other while they do it, and it was, the game itself, most of it was shit, but those, the musical boss fights were fucking brilliant, mm. uh, the best part of all is that the, um, the Doctor, is Doctor Finkenstein? It sounds right. That's yeah, but he has a song in there. He has a song in, and it's on, a lot of them are just reworkings of the, the, the movie, but he has an original song in, it, song in it, and it is fucking baller. And, yeah, I, I actually suggest if any, any of you can get it for, like, a couple of bucks, buy it. Not because it's a good game, but because the, the musical boss fights are great. It's just a, a brilliant idea, and I'd like to see right now. game to do that. Yeah. Well, I would, but yeah, you, I mean... Like, how, how cool would it be, you know, do like a like just something really simple, but at the same time have to use your rock band mic to like fucking belt out really epic corny shit to kill up a guy? Like, how cool would that fucking be? Like, ah. Oh, actually, chillinging yourself. Oh, okay. That's so what I meant. I just, yeah. like, no, but I mean that's that. that that still sounds cool. I mean, I I, I just put in my goose execute just because of that. Hey, you want everybody, shut up for a minute. What? I, I have to go a little early today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will see all y'all next week. All right, bye. Okay, Bye. Bye. Yeah, but I, rem- I think I remember like we were talking. Like no, I'll, t- I'll Just try. Just you know. Okay. But uh, no, I remember we were talking about Zach and Wiki at one point a long time ago on Retroforce, and like there's a there's a bit at the end where you shake Wiki as hard as you can to banish this this demon, and it's like really epic and cool. And I was thinking about like how. I don't know why, but my mind went to like singing "Sound of Music," like "That's so long, farewell, Alvida saying goodbye." Like, if you actually had to like t- like a boss fight was structured with the same dramatic ups and downs of like a song, and like you were singing along with like the the, the ins and outs of it. I don't know. It's super gay, but like I I don't know. It seems like someone could do something cool with it. Um, do 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 do. Should I do the? Can I do the question now? The long one. Please do. All right, so now we. this is the, an email question, which I think uh, the person, uh, Satish Nair, seems to be the only guy who's emailing us questions. But uh, <laughs> that's cool. Um, I thought it was a good one. What do you guys think of console reliability nowadays? My PS1 or PS2 have bricked on me before, but this generation seems pathetic. You have the 360 red ringing PS3 with the yellow light and the Wii and PS3 releasing console bricking firmware. I feel like people aren't giving these companies a hard enough time about it. With any other electronic device, people don't stand for this stuff. If your Samsung HDTV has a few dead pixels, you typically never buy a Samsung product again, or at least not a TV. But if a 60 gig PS3 bricks, a lot of people are quick to buy the slim. Is our brand loyalty encouraging companies to release unreliable consoles? It seems as if things have only been getting worse as the years have passed, and the fact that Sony and Nintendo can release console-breaking firmware, not take responsibility for it, and expect people to buy a new console actually blows my mind. Are we to blame, or do we just have no choice in the matter? That's actually a really good point. It is. That's the power of monopoly, really. That's all there is to it. You, you, you don't yeah. buy a Samsung TV if it's got dead pixels, because there are a million other TVs out there that do the exact same job. Unfortunately, right. with an Xbox 360, there are certain things that only the Xbox 360 can do. We do not have other companies outside of Microsoft making Xbox 360s. So, unfortunately, we are fucked. We know this, which is why we have to sit down and take it, and the platform holders know this, which is why they give it to us like this. Um, as for why they're doing it, I don't think they are doing it on purpose. I don't think they think we can get away with it, so let's be as slapdash as we like. 
I don't think it's so much that as so much as they're trying to do so much with consoles these days. There's a reason why um, your NES still works so long as you blow into the uh, cartridge. It's because it was simple. You put a cartridge in, hit a button, it played. You get a 360 or a PS3 now, and you've got online connectivity, you've got um, hard drives, you've got wireless technology. Yeah, there are a million there. things in there so that can much. fuck up. Yeah, Exactly. The more you put in, the more can go wrong. It's simple probability. So it's not so... I wouldn't even argue so much that they're being, well, 360 as an exception. Um, they're being badly made so much as there's just so much in there that... Yeah, there's, there's so much that can go wrong. And then when you do firmware, um, especially huge updates like firmware 3.0 and um, the um, quarterly uh, firmware updates on the 360, the dashboard updates, um, they're huge overhauls. And it only takes one little bit of code to be input wrong. And people are only human, so the more we do this, the more our chances of fucking up increases. Uh Th- and, you know, I it's not that, good. Shit happens. I think that that's a valid argument in the case of the PS3 and the Wii, but the 360 is just shit hardware. Yeah, that's they're not even on the same level. Like It's, it's just, it's it's just a am, shit piece of hardware. It's fucking shit. Yeah. It's and, just and, poorly fucking designed. It's just bad. I hardware. certainly wouldn't defend that. It is, like I said, I did not include that when I said that I don't think hardware is being badly made. That yeah, one no, is, I agree. And I don't think they did that on purpose. But they're not doing anything to fix it either. Well, that's that's the thing where it's like I, I'm sh- I, I'm sure that Microsoft didn't you know purposely make it make a shoddy piece of hardware, but you know they they did. Uh, um, I think it was uh, Dean, Takaha- Dean Takahashi over at uh, VentureBeat who did this uh, this sort of investigative piece where you know he he basically found out that you know when Microsoft was developing the 360, they had something like 60 plus percent failure rates. And essentially swept it under the rug, you know. They they didn't really because you know they were they were they were in this you know race to get this thing out by November of 2005 worldwide. That you know they were like, oh well, we'll be okay. I'm and still amazed when people defend. Yeah, yeah, and, and and the thing is, you know, you know, answering the question, I mean. Does it boggle my mind that, that you know there are people out there who have gone through twelve or fifteen Xbox three sixties? Yeah, that's absolutely ridiculous. And and you know, for really the only you know explanation for that is that they don't have to pay for the repair. Um, but uh, you know, it's still to me as someone who doesn't own a three sixty and doesn't plan on buying one uh, ever. Not because, but. You know, a significant reason for that is just the you know all the crap surrounding the the hardware. It, you know, I mean, it's, the, the it's, extended warranty is just a band aid on a decapitation, right. really. Yeah, and well, and, I mean, and, the thing you're in a situation now where the red ring of death is just—it's a fact of 360 ownership. It will right. happen. I it's fucking expected. promise you, it will happen. If it hasn't happened to you yet, it will. Yeah, and, 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 people, like and we're just in okay with that, which is never fun. Right, and, and as much as that boggles my mind, uh, you know, for people who have uh, owned a 360 for, you know, whatever, since November 2005, you know, people who have 40 games in their library, who have 20 XBLA games, you know, they, they're not just going to give up on all that, you know, and I don't, I don't blame them for, for uh, you know, um, getting uh, 
you know, beaten by by a, a an, an abusive husband and and coming back, um, be, because they've uh, they've got no other choice. They've they've invested all this money into a game collection and they want to play the games and and you know they have a lot of friends who own 360s and and enjoy playing the games with them. So um, you know that's that's the reason behind it. I don't know that that we're excusing it, but that I I think is is really the reason. As as Jim was saying, that really we have no choice. We can't just go. Um, and 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 buy something else. I mean, you can buy a PS3, but then again, you lose all these all these games and yeah. that you've already bought. Uh, you've I mean, that's bought. one thing Microsoft did very cleverly was they gave you a sense of identity with your video games. They gave you those achievements. They gave you a gamer tag. They made gaming like your your gaming experience feel like you, it was yours. And even if you trade in a game, there is still a record of you having played that game in your gamer tag and it just feels like something that's a part of your gaming persona which was a very clever thing they did but it makes it very hard to let go of you can't it's very difficult to just say well fuck all this i will get rid of all this get rid of my games get rid of my games i can start again on a ps3 um so yeah it's, it's yeah. gaming has become like a, a big intellectual investment now and it's yeah yeah I, it's, it's, it's a shame it's, that we've got no yeah, it was, it was very smart on Microsoft's part, but it's also, as you were saying, it's very hard to, to try to detach yourself from that. You know, a, a Adam Dork here says that you know just about all 360 games are available on on the PS3. But sure, that's true. But if if you uh, you're someone who's got uh, a gamer score of, of twenty thousand, you know, um, you played all the games, you're a you're not going to start up all that and get those trophies on the PS3. Um, but B, you know, you have to. What, you're going to rebuy all your multi-platform games on the PS3 when you get one after your 360 dies for the 17th time, um, and, and, and also probably all on Xbox Live. Right, right, um, and and you know, as, as another thing, just a random sort of tangential thing that you know you were saying about the the identity and how it's very hard to detach yourself. Um, you know, I, I imagine like it's it's also very tough for for people who who game maybe with a spouse or something. I was um, reading a, a great piece on Kotaku by I think it was AJ Glasser who um, I believe uh, you know she said she'd gone through a breakup but uh, you know sort of she and her boyfriend had, had shared a gamer tag essentially and you know they, they'd had this you know all, all this gamer score built up and you know there's, there's like feelings that, that are attached to that and and all these uh, all the all the you know all the games that they had played not even together but also separately that that you know, you have this identity, and now what? You know, you're gonna start over a new gamer tag. All you know, start over it with the gamer score zero. You know, so that should be like a checking account. You should just keep your own when you <laughs> do a relationship like that. You should get an Xbox prenup. There should be no <laughs> joint, no joint gamer tag account. Yeah, but but yes, I mean, going back to the question, I, I think that really is 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 the thing is that we we're we're hamstrung by by um you know the the investment that we've made in in yeah. these consoles. It's not an industry that has, you know, Samsung, Hyundai, you know, all these... Is Hyundai? I'm thinking of something else. But, you know, all these different TV set makers or the PC market where you've got Dell and, and Compaq and, and Acer and just all these guys. You don't have loads of companies making one unified console. And, you know, some people have said that they, they want a one-console future, um, which is a big buzz term that's thrown around. And sometimes I think maybe that's not so bad, because then, you know, Sony, Nintendo, Microsoft, whoever can make their own versions of that one console, and 
we've got a choice suddenly, but I don't think it will ever happen. Um, but it would probably be best for the gamers, but not best for the platform holders. So they're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, that might as well be it for Potroid 120. Unless you guys have anything more you want to talk about. All right. Depending, we may do Resident Evil Toy next week. I don't know. <laughs> We're never going to promise ever again to do a commentary. Let's just. <laughs> yeah, if everyone's around, like, if everyone has it, we'll do it. But then that'll probably. I should be point out. I should point out that Aaron Lindy also also did not download Resident Evil, so it's not just my fault. Oh, he didn't. He didn't tell me because he was smart. <laughs> yeah, but he told me. Which <laughs> that was son of a bitch. Which was pretty dumb. I am a tattletale. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. We will talk to you guys next week if you enjoy the show and somehow want to... I guess if you want to see the picture that Fowl's Knife Fight drew, uh, oh, go, to, go to the Destructoid forums. The, if you scroll down, Podtoids at the bottom. It's destructoid.com slash forum, and then Podtoids at the very bottom of the, uh, the forum. Make sure you, you can also piss and moan direction. about how it's not on the iTunes yet. <laughs> I don't... Is that fixed now? It should be. It okay. should be. But we're not promising anything. You can also be all. You can also be all. Oh, you're all too mean to submit. You see how nice we are to him now. It kills me. It, it makes me feel wretched inside. Uh, but that's uh, that. We should uh, just as a note mention it's destructor.com/forum. But there's a make sure there's a slash at the end of forum. Otherwise, for some reason, it won't direct you to the forum. I didn't know that. That's awful. Yeah, it's really it's weird. But yeah, destructor.com/forum slash. <laughs> I like the way you said that as if you'd heard that like a neighborhood died. That's <laughs> <awful>. <laughs> well, it just sound you sound like an idiot when you say that. Like I've never heard someone have to describe a, a URL and be like, "So it's www.google.com/slash," and then you're like, "Well, slash what?" No, it's just it's just a slash. Like you sound like a complete fucking moron. <laughs> well, there, the well, I I do that often. I apologize. No, it's not your fault. It's it's the forum's <laughs> fault. All right. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Someone, there's a. I just checked the forums just out of whatever, and there's a topic that says Podtoid 120 Bloodsport Petition. <laughs> he wants us to watch Bloodsport <laughs> instead, of, instead of Resident Evil. Oh, what we, man, we what it. we should do is that is like call it Resident Evil Toy and like keep saying that we're watching Resident Evil, but then actually watch Bloodsport. <laughs> and call Bloodsport. Yeah, just, and people will be like, this just... isn't syncing up at all. I don't understand what's going on. And it, like what halfway through, we're like kumite, kumite, and they're like, "Wait a second! <laughs> just put, we should just put up the post, you know, saying, yeah, here's re- episode 120, Resident Evil. Make sure to get a copy of the movie.' So <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Wait a minute! It's not even. Why is this? Why is yeah. the file 98 and minutes? I guarantee that only 10 percent of the listeners would actually get it. Yeah, they'd be like, "This is a really good podcast. I think you guys are really funny. I like how you kept making references to Jean Claude Van Damme in Resident Evil. I thought it was really good." <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're, they're doing so callbacks to that Street Fighter episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'll yeah, edit this thing together. So, yeah, thanks for sticking around, Summit. Yeah, I was like, well, and once Aaron left, I was like, I might as fucking well. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Later.